Hello, everybody. My name is Matt Murray with Premier Mortgage Lending, and we are with the Premier Mortgage Lending podcast today. And uh, special guest with us is Shauna Phillips from Caldwell Banker. Say hello. Hello. Um, so today we're going to essentially just kind of go off the cuff for everybody, um, introduce Shauna, uh, as well as talk about some questions she has that she gets from, you know, basically clients that she has that uh, she wants some clarification. She thought everybody would like to know as well. So we're going to share that with you. Um, unedited, unscripted. <laughs> Here we go. Right? All right. All right. So... Shauna, um, so tell us a little about yourself. So Cabo Banker, yep. Bedford, New Hampshire. Yeah, so I'm actually part of the Anderson and Purnell Realty Group out of um, Coldwell Banker in Bedford. So we're a team of four women. Um, I've been at this about just under a year now. I'm really exciting. I'm coming from a background in retail management. So um, I have a lot of experience in customer service and helping people. And I just really wanted to try something else and, and take those skills that I have there. Um, connecting with people was always one of my favorite things to do. And so I thought, hey, why not bring it into you know something else, something that I've always wanted to try. Um, fun fact, when I sold my first property um, as a list or as a, a seller, uh, my real estate agent was trying to recruit me to come and work for her. And I wish I wouldn't have waited so long because I really like what I'm doing now. So that's kind of my story of how I got started in real estate. Uh, fortunately for me, um, one of my team members is a friend of mine, and she said, you have to come and join our team. You can't go anywhere else, and I'm so happy I did. Well, that was going to be my next question. So how did you get involved with Purnell Anderson team? Yeah, yeah. So um, when I'm not um, selling and buying houses, I love to work out. So I power lift, and one of the ladies at my gym, <laughs> yes, I've competed twice. I have one first place, which is very exciting. Um, but she said, you know, I know you've checked out a couple different agencies. I'd really love for you to join our team. I think that you would be a great fit. Uh, for me, having a full-time job, I, I needed some assistance in being able to do the work and deliver on what you know, I felt was important, the values that I have. And so I thought what a great way to, to start was with a team. If I needed support, I would have them. Um, and so I thought, you know, it was really a win-win. And then after meeting with Coldwell Banker and talking, you know, with Steven, my broker, I really thought it would be a good fit with their training and their marketing and, and their client focus that really aligned with my values. Fantastic. So that's going to go into one of my next questions. You kind of answer for me. So what do you like <laughs> to do for fun? Yeah. Powerlifting. Yep. Um, so how long have you been doing that for? Um, for about three years now. I took a little bit of time off with the pandemic since no one really had access to a gym. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm hoping to compete again next year. I have some lofty goals. I'd love to deadlift 350 pounds and squat 300 and hopefully bench. Wait, um, wait. Everybody wants to know what's your bench. Oh. The classic. Ooh, the bench what's is not. Your bench? <laughs> Now that we're on it. Yeah. I wanted to say it. I didn't want you to tell me that. <laughs> um, I, my bench is, is low. It's only 105 right now, but I'll get there. I don't really have a lot of upper body training. You know, I really like to do squats and, and lower body, so I got to, you know, make time for both. But So 350 deadlift. Yep. And what was the... What 300 was is my goal for a squat. And what are you now? Um, right now, my best is 240. I, th I think that's got me beat. <laughs> Um, that's very interesting. So, <laughs> so fun, fun fact, I used to own a CrossFit gym. Oh, okay. Six, I didn't know that about you. Five, six years. Okay. Um, opened a, one of the, I think it was like the 11th or 12th CrossFit gym in the state back okay. in 2011. It was Granite State CrossFit. So okay. 
do know a lot about yeah. lifting weights and you know and it may not look like it anymore <laughs> but um so that's that's uh that's fun that's uh-huh. crazy so so three years mm-hmm. um have you seen that uh there's instagram where there's that like a 20 year old girl mm-hmm. asks a guy what they weigh and he's like 160 yeah. pounds, and then she deadlifts <laughs> yep. it. Have you seen that? Right. Yeah, I you love should that. do a video. Yes, like that. I should do a video like that. <laughs> that could, that'd be my next time here. You should. <laughs> we'll bring the guys. You should. Um, and when I'm not doing that, I mean, I really like everything outdoors. I love to like kayak and hike, and you know, anything outside is always good for me. I prefer the summer, but I'll take the winter. So very nice. Yeah. And then, so family, yep. children. I have one daughter. She's five. Um, I have two. I guess you can say stepsons. Um, one is four, and one is eleven. So, so eleven, five, and four. Yep. And I have two dogs as well. I have a boxer. She's nine. And then I have a rescue. Um, he's a little bit of everything, honestly. And he's a year old. So, so busy life. Yes, a very busy life. Fantastic. But I like it that way. I think you know anyone in this industry really you know like if we didn't like busy, we probably wouldn't be in here because constant right that's it it's nonstop. yeah so great so um so that was quick and easy um Mm -hmm. all right goal wise so you just started where do you see yourself five years uh, yeah i think um i mean right now i can share for my team we just hit um 30 million dollars this year as a team which is really exciting so i think right now my goals are really focused on what i can do for myself and my team given you know i appreciate all the help and support that they've given me um we've you know, tried to set a goal that just keeps surpassing each and every year. So we're excited to hit 30 million earlier than previous years. So I think for me in five years, I I would love to get my broker's license. I think that's something that is very interesting to me. I think for now, just getting all the experience I can. Uh, My previous job I was at for 12 years, so I felt like I was the expert at what I was doing. And I think for me now, it's weird to be in a different position of being new and, and learning and, you know, goals when you're the expert, I guess, look a little different than when you're just starting out. And so for me, I think my longer term goal right now would be to get my broker's license and just continue each year to do more than I did the year before um, and just make good partnerships and relationships because I've learned that that's extremely important in mm-hmm. this field. Yeah, it's a, everything in this in this business. Yeah. So, um, so that's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, to your point, I mean, in the beginning, you don't really know I mean, 100% what you're capable mm-hmm. of, you know, producing, how it works, because you got to, you know, know the ropes. But um, but that's a five-year goal. That's I'd yeah. say that's very achievable. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, perfect. Can um, I flip the script on you? I mean, we, we can. <laughs> um, I, this was going to be all about you, but let's, <laughs> let's do it. Well, I just to ask you the same thing. I mean, if you were previously you owned a gym, what, what brought you into lending? That's a long story. Um, <laughs> So, I mean, long story short, uh, started the fitness, I started the fitness career, kind of went back and forth. I went fitness, financial, fitness, financial. So went to college for sports management, mm-hmm. um, became a personal training, you know, just uh, like over at Gold's Gym, actually managed to Planet fitness for a while. And that was in my 20s. And then worked for Fidelity Investments for six years, six and a half years, but uh, still had a passion for fitness. Mm-hmm. And then um, I just couldn't stand the corporate kind of world, mm-hmm. you know, uh, sit behind a desk, tied to a job, you know, punch in, punch out, being told what to do, essentially. Um, so um, I forget how I came across CrossFit, but mm-hmm. wanted to start a business and didn't know quite, I knew it was in fitness, what to do, where to go, but CrossFit seemed like, 
Uh, it seemed exciting to me because I was always had a sports background. It was more of a competitive type environment as far as the way the, the, the fitness program was built. So that kind of, you know, you know, resonated with me. And then so I, as I learned more, I said, this is definitely a way to go. But from a monetary perspective, you know, trying to start a business, you're like, ah, you know, how everything costs money, right? Mm -hmm. So CrossFit was a, you know, kind of an easier way to get into it from a lower cost standpoint. Um, you could buy some used equipment and all you needed to do was start it, you know, the garage gym type, mm -hmm. type style. I'm guessing the, um, the power lifting gym is very similar, yeah. right? So. Yep. Um, but that's kind of how we got started. And then we kind of grew the gym for, I don't know, five years to 165 members. We're pretty, pretty successful at it. But um, the, really what it came down to was the amount of work and time in the gym business mm -hmm. that you, there was really no scalability, mm -hmm. right? So to, to really create the kind of the dreams that I had, um, you know, from an income perspective or, you know, what I wanted to see for my family, I just, mm -hmm. I, I just couldn't seem to get you know, the, the gym to where it, like what I wanted to be. Mm -hmm. So, um, so in 2015, I actually, uh, uh, I had a friend that, uh, was successful in this business. Mm -hmm. Um, early on when I started the gym, I met him he's like, you know, why are you doing this gym business? Why don't you come work very similar to what you said, yeah. come work for me. You know, I'll teach you how to do this. We'll make some money. Well, it's a great career, blah, blah, blah. But at that time, I'm like, no, you know, I'm going to create this million-dollar gym. You know, it's going to be great. You'll see. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and it was great. You learned a lot. It was hard work. Um, but 2015, we got to the gym to, I wouldn't say his maximum potential, but we got the gym cranking, and we we're actually doing very well. But I was just burnt out. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I just went to my wife and said, I think I'm done with this. And she kind of lit up. So when I saw her face, I was like, all right, I think I should be done with this. So, um, but bottom line, uh, from that point on, I didn't know what to do. I mm -hmm. didn't. So I called him back up. said, can I come check out the mortgage business again? And voila, I got started essentially 2015. I got, took all the licensing stuff, mm -hmm. but I didn't really start on until 2016. Um, and so I started as an assistant and then came to premiere in 2018. And then really it's been about three years that I've been on my own mm -hmm. here with premiere, you know, as a, as a loan officer. Um, and yeah, it's and the been, history. yeah, it's been fantastic. Yeah. The change so. though, I think following what you really want to do and, and staying true to, you know, your values and knowing like, you know what, I'm burnt out. I think that it's, that's kind of how I was feeling previously too. You know, I think it's, it's easy to get to that place and power to you for making the decision. Right. Well, I think it comes down to where you can, you know, you, you look at potential, right? Where, how far mm -hmm. is this going to go? Well, what is it going to take really to get it to this level of, and I just, in the gym business, I just never saw it. Mm -hmm. You know, I never saw like, all right, you know, to really get hugely successful, you, you have to open multiple or mm -hmm. you have to have um, another source of income or side revenue, mm -hmm. you know, you know, within, you know, like a lot of successful, you know, CrossFit gym owners. If I uh, would look at that model, most of them have a programming business that they sell mm -hmm. online or they have um, apparel or whatnot. And I just... I don't know. I just was so burnt at that point where I was like, no, you know, this mm -hmm. is it. But I took that same hard work ethic and came over here and, mm -hmm. you know, and then it's like I said, the, the best thing about our business now is it's the people, right? Yeah. Again, like you said earlier, I mean, it's networking, getting to know people mm -hmm. um, and kind of go from there. And then in this business, it's it's endless from right. that perspective. So, yeah. 
Um, but yeah, it's been great. Yeah. I think the nice thing too, is that you can, you're always learning, right? Like I've learned so much from all the people that I've just met in paths, whether it's another agent that I'm working with or, you know, having some time learning from you or, you know, anyone Mm -hmm. else in the field, it's really nice. Like it's, it's such an easy way to really grow and, and build your business because all these people around you are are doing the same thing. Yeah. It's, it's constantly like, you know, you get a loan scenario or, something that comes up in a home from an appraisal mm-hmm. perspective that you just never seen before. And then you, you might see it once and then it, you know, you, or you might make a mistake on mm-hmm. it. You know, unfortunately a lot of times you learn from failure, right? right? So, and then you'll never make it again because the next time you see it, it might be three years down the road. Mm-hmm. The next time you see that type of loan come through, but you're like, eh, I did this once and right. you know, so, but yeah, it's constant, you know, from, from your side as well mm-hmm. as the mortgage side that, you know, it, it's, yeah, every day you learn something new. Yeah, but. yeah. Speaking of learning new things, um, I I feel like yes, constantly learning. But if I can ask you a question for you know the people that are, you know, coming up in in my life, I think you know I I think about the people that I'm working with as people who aren't quite ready now, people who are ready now, or you know some people who might be further on down the line. And I'm finding that a lot of people I have are, you know, hoping to be ready in the year. What do you, how do you suggest that they get prepared? If they want to be in a home in a year, what kinds of things should they be doing now? Um, so, I mean, bottom line, I mean, so mortgages, we'll keep it real simple, right? Okay. So um, no matter what, if you, mortgages are very black and white. So, mm-hmm. you know, obviously if you try to Google mortgage or whatnot, you get a hundred million different types of companies, you get different programs or whatnot, but there's really, you know, from a general high-level overview, there's governmental programs and then you have conventional, mm-hmm. right? And it's just really two types. Now, now there's four main programs, but without diving into each one of them, they all look at the same criteria, right? It's your income, so how you're paid, mm-hmm. um, your debt. So you know, when I say debt, it's um, your uh, you, you, what we find on your credit report. Your mm-hmm. not your total debt. So like if you have student loans of fifty thousand, it's not that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's mm-hmm. more like the monthly payment, right? Mm-hmm. So your monthly payment. Um, so if you have car payment, you have credit cards. Uh, the best way I explain to customers is it's anything that's going to come with you that you're going to pay in your new home, mm-hmm. right? So if you have car payment, credit cards, if that shows on your credit report, it's the monthly amount, whether it's a $400 car payment, you know, $35 credit card payments. So we're going to take the potential mortgage with taxes insurance plus you know, whatever your debt profile looks like, mm-hmm. that creates a debt and income ratio. So that's kind of like the first thing you look at. So all programs set a ceiling of how high you really can take mm-hmm. that debt and income ratio. So governmental programs like FHA, which is the most popular, they allow some more leniency, some more wiggle room. You can go up to a 56.9 debt to income ratio. Mm-hmm. Um, where conventional, your max really, you know, is 45%. Mm-hmm. So if you're over that 45%, we're immediately steering, all right, we got to start looking at ways either FHA or how are we getting you under a 45% debt to income ratio. So so no matter what the program, they're going to set some ceilings on that, right? So that's the first thing we look at. Second is credit. Obviously, the higher the credit, the better. Um, you know, so, you know, so vice versa, the ceiling, there's a floor for all programs, like the minimum, you know, credit score that you can actually... Uh, um, um, obtain a mortgage, you know, technically with FHA is 580. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I would, we would never recommend though, getting a mortgage at 580. Right. So, um, but anyway, we'll, we'll, we can dive down that mm-hmm. a little bit further, but it's credit score to keep it simple. Um, and lastly is cash, how much mm-hmm. money you have. There's programs with, you know, zero down. So if you're a veteran with the VA, mm-hmm. um, you know, active duty military or, or a veteran, 
Um, you have a zero down program, which is fantastic, or you have what's called rural development, which is a zero down program. Getting a little harder mm -hmm. to qualify for that um, when it when it comes to a governmental program, but um, so you have two zero down programs essentially, and then your minimums are usually three and a half to three percent. You know, mm -hmm. conventional three to five percent is your okay. minimum. But so depending on how much cash you have, depending on how you qualify, mm -hmm. how you fit into each one of those categories, um, you know, is kind of how we look at it. So mm -hmm. to answer your question, and you know, from a long-winded answer. Um, <laughs> To get prepared is like make sure your credit, you know, credit is good. I would say you need need to really shoot to be seven hundred or above okay. because you're going to get the best mortgage, you know, conventional or even FHA. So your debt to income ratio, you can can't get your debt, you know, down as much as you would like to. Seven hundred above mm -hmm. on an FHA loan, you're going to have a fantastic rate. Um, but I would say that to really shoot for that seven hundred, and then you know, cash wise, I mean, you know, in this market, we could have a whole another segment about this market <laughs> <Yeah>. today, but. <laughs> You know, there are some programs that you can get involved with that can help that assistance, and there's ways to help for assistance of buying a home, but you need to save, you know. So, um, you know, so it's money, you know, for as far as I would say savings is number one, and then make sure your credit score. Um, and again, you know, this, we could talk about the different, you know, different avenues and mm -hmm. the different programs for hours on end, each one of, of them, but um, from the basic perspective, credit and make sure you cash, yeah. you have saved. Now, how much saved, you know, that's mm -hmm. again, depending on what you're looking to buy and the whole nine yards. So, yeah. um, but the best way is, you know, literally, whether they think they're ready or not, mm -hmm. that's like the one thing that we'd like to tell people. I don't care if you think you're not ready. The only way to find out is to, hey, let's go apply for a mortgage yep. and have somebody like myself see what you look like and then make a plan for you. Mm -hmm. You gotta start somewhere. Right. So if you only have, 5,000 save and your credit is not doing well, we can actually mm -hmm. look at like, hey, if ultimately your goal is you need a $350,000 house with, you know, three bedrooms, two baths in this area or whatever specific area they're looking in, in the um, in the state, you're going to need X amount saved, mm -hmm. you know, so we make a plan. And then if their credit is, you know, not, you know, more average or subpar, we have programs to look at, provide them guidance to really mm -hmm. help them boost it. So... Um, and then some people don't think they're ready and then they look at it and they're like, they're actually really right. qualified buyers. <laughs> so, um, so it's really that simple. I mean, yeah. getting a mortgage really isn't too mm -hmm. tough. It's I, yeah. I think it sounds like, you know, a lot of people overcomplicated. I think, you know, someone told me when I got into real estate, like you're going to find that real estate comes up in all kinds of conversations. Everybody wants to talk about it. But I feel like once I start talking about real estate, then everyone always says like, well, there's no way I could ever get a mortgage right now or this or that. So it's nice to hear from you that, you know, even if they feel like you're not ready, you're able to say to them, well, let me help you get ready. Like mm -hmm. this is what we're able to do as a team. Right. So. Yeah. So even if they don't think it, I mean, they want to, you know, I think everybody, I mean, you know, maybe in this area, I, I would say maybe New York City or, you know, some of the bigger cities, you might hear this, that I don't really ever want to buy a house. Mm -hmm. But I can't think of anybody that says I never want to own a home. Right? right. So if your goal ultimately is to own a home, then, yeah, you know, I don't care where you're at. Mm -hmm. Call us up. It takes five minutes over the phone or we you, know, you can fill an online application mm -hmm. at night, you know, at your own convenience and we can kind of take a look at those, like I said, those three three main areas, the um, debt and income, your credit score, as well as uh, um, how much cash you have saved, mm -hmm. you know? So take a look, make a plan, and then it might be a year out, it might be six yep. months, you might be good, yeah. you know? You're like, wow, I'm much better off than I thought. Right, so, right. Now I know why they put these here. <laughs>
<laughs> like all dry mouth over there. Like, is this like radiating at me? I know. Well, I think about, you know, myself obviously coming out of a salary job, going into working for myself, right? It looks a little different. I'm hoping to um, be in a, in a different home, but I know I, I have to wait a little bit of time now. That's correct, right? right? So, right. I mean, yeah, again, we could dive down this whole path right. of uh, <laughs> incomes, the types of incomes. You get variable versus fixed income. You know, how long do I got to wait if I'm self-employed? If I just started a job, um, you know, or I just started a business, how long you got to wait? It's typically two years. Um, we could, you know, we'd go on tangents if we mm -hmm. went down, but yeah, you know, so if you just started and your only income now is, it's typically a two year wait period okay. that, um, that, uh, you know, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, or even mm -hmm. FHA, um, the underwriting guidelines say they want to see a history of it mm -hmm. and then you do an average. So, but like I said, we could, we get on a tangent <laughs> and I won't stop talking. So, <laughs> so but, um, so yeah, so this is great. Mm -hmm. Um, what other questions do you think comes up that I can answer for you? Yeah, I, I mean, you covered so many of them. I feel bad that I flipped the script on you. So if you want, you can you can ask me <laughs> anything you want. <laughs> so flip it back. Huh? Um, so I mean, well, we talked about you know family. You you started working, so mm -hmm. you said you were in retail yep. uh, sales and whatnot. Uh, but I don't know if you answered. So why real estate? Like just. Same yeah. thing with me. Like I, I went from the gym. Why mortgages? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like it <laughs> seemed like a good idea at the yeah. time. Yeah, I think that I really like the idea of being able to work really hard and see the result of that. So I think when I worked for corporate America, so to speak, you know, I ran one of the top performing stores in the company, and it was always just, you know, you get the same check at the end of the week. Right. You have the same pat on the back, and I thought right. that hard work was yeah, really like what right. I, you know, I do a lot of work to develop myself and to you know be the best I can be at what I'm doing. So I was thinking, you know, well, what industries do I like, right? That mm -hmm. was important to me, you know, and, and how can I, I guess, similar to your point, achieve the financial goals that I right. want as Where well. Where can you and make, go make money? And yeah, right. yeah, exactly. Yeah, honest, and, right? and know yeah. if, you know, if I'm going to work 40, 60 hours a week that, you know, coming out on the other side, right. I, I would see the benefits and I wasn't putting that in someone else's pocket, so to speak. So, you know, I think when I thought about changing careers, I mean, I think even, you know, going through the pandemic, that changed a lot for me. I was mm -hmm. home with my daughter a lot and I was tired of being the last parent who was picking up their child every day and that became really difficult for right. me that I was like I have to leave at this time and you know going too fast on the highway to pick her up but I didn't want to be that parent anymore so you know I wanted something where I had a little bit more control over what I was doing I mean I still work a lot but at least if I you know I block out 210 every day and I know where I need to be so right. um, I think all of those things coming together and then just thinking back to the conversation I had with my own real estate agent who was like you know you would be really good at this you have a great mm -hmm. personality people would you know get along well with you and I thought you know what what do I have to lose the the price point to get into real estate you know is Accessible. Right. The barrier of entry is yeah, not that I'm, difficult, right? Right. I yeah. mean, I have a, a college degree. I took five years because I changed my major and, you know, I'm not using that. And I think, you know, it's the most expensive thing hanging in my house, you know, but this well, is, oh, yeah, <laughs> is, yeah. Yeah, is, is not, um, you know, this I've, you know, I've easily made back my investment into mm -hmm. real estate already. And I actually genuinely enjoy what I'm doing. Yeah. So that's so, my skill. Yeah. So, I mean, I see that a lot, right? So I've been doing this now for, for, technically six years, but three mm -hmm. years on my own. So and speaking with many real estate agents mm -hmm. just getting started. Um, so that's one of my passions. I obviously had a gym. I would say that it was successful from mm -hmm. from the work that I put in where I got it, you know, so I love the aspect of working hard. And then in this career, you know, you 
again, well, pretty much anything. You you mm -hmm. you you put in the work, you get the reward, right? So that's one of my biggest passions. Like in here as a loan officer with your colleagues is like, or even Premier Mortgage is how we, you know, kind of gear our lives is like, hey, hard work and it's going to pay off. Mm -hmm. So as new agents, I feel. Um, I feel as if they get this low barrier of entry, they think they get into mm -hmm. the real estate and then they don't really do much with it because mm -hmm. they don't know it is hard work, yeah. right? You got to go network. You have mm -hmm. to get out there and meet people. You got to do things like podcasts, <laughs> uh, which is kind of weird. I'm not going to lie. But, um, you know, and, but, you know, it's social media. You have to have many pillars, right? I think a lot of people just think, hey, I get my license and then, you know, what's that field of dreams with Kevin Costner? Like if I build it, they will come, right? Yeah. Like it doesn't work that way, yeah. right? So you have to go and hustle. Um, but if you have that great work ethic from a previous career, you just take that and apply it here. Yeah. You know, you know, like you, you see that, uh, like you were saying that the, the work that you put in the financial mm -hmm. goal and result is much more, you know, uh, beneficial higher than, than just working a nine to five somewhere. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, that's the stuff we love talking. I mean, mm -hmm. that's why we have the podcast and that's mm -hmm. why we have all the media team to help really you guys grow. Yeah. Get out there, get yourself out there. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, anything you can think of that we can help you with that is, yeah. is fantastic. But yeah. it sounds like you're on a great start, though. Yeah. I mean, I absolutely feel that way. I know, I, you know, I can share in working with you my... My client really loved the video that you just sent them. She was talking about it at the whole last showing that we were oh, at that, the, uh, that they went through and got a... The pre-approval video? Yep, yeah, yep, they loved yep. it. She ate it up. So, you know, that is great. Well, I knew she was an actress. Yeah. So I was like, ah, she's going to eat this yeah. up if I put myself on camera oh, for yeah. it. Yeah, Carol so, loved it. Yeah. So She even said so. She emailed me back. But uh, <laughs> that's great. But yeah. yeah, I mean, I think little things like that, right? So, mm -hmm. you know, even with your business, you know, I mean... There's millions of loan officers. There's mm -hmm. millions of, you know, or state of New Hampshire alone, there's mm -hmm. thousands of loan officers, there's thousands of mm -hmm. uh, uh, real estate agents. Mm -hmm. It's how do we get them to use us, right? Mm -hmm. And I think you have to be a little different. I mean, yeah. everybody does the same thing. Let's send an email. Yeah. They don't pick up the phone. And, like, mm -hmm. it's customer service. It's going above and beyond. It's the yeah. little things that really can be memorable, right? Yeah. So, um, so yeah. yeah. I think where there are so many things now that are like automated, right? Like I can go on Amazon and buy whatever. I don't have to go into a store. Some people like those kinds of things. But I find what I always hear is that people appreciate conversations with actual people. And there's so much more value in that now mm -hmm. than maybe before because it's not the norm that you always call and get a human, you know. Right. So I think that, you know, having the ability to do that and, and something that you guys do and that we strive to do as well, right. you know, it really sets apart. Well, I, I, I agree. So... You know, like you have the disruptors in the world, mm -hmm. right? You know, so when I say disruptors, like in our business, you got like the Zillows mm -hmm. and not to speak poorly on Zillow, but, you know, the way their business model or whatnot is click and you don't talk to anybody, mm -hmm. you, can, you can get all the information you need, right? right? So, you know, with real real estate and mortgages, I mean, there's high value there. It's the largest investment you're going to make from a debt mm -hmm. perspective, but it's also the largest investment tool that you're going to make from from an investment perspective, mm -hmm. you know, Rocket Mortgage. You get up somebody in the middle of the, you know, that's just taking an application. Yeah. It, it's very different, right? Mm -hmm. So, it, it, the more value you can bring from a service perspective, 
from a, you know, because again, buying a house, high value, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, it, I don't think it's ever going to change. Yeah. I hope not because right. then I don't know what to do. <laughs> but, you know. I mean, I agree. I think those relationships and, and the, I don't know, I think about my previous job and, you know, a lot of people who might not have liked what they'd done, they stayed and worked for me because they wanted to work for me because we had a good relationship. And I think it's the same, you know, you have the clients you have and you keep them because they like working mm-hmm. with you. They want to, you know, people, I guess people work for people, right. you know, if, if I, you know, decided to go to another agency, not that I plan to, but I, you know, you would hope that your clients would go with you because they, you know, enjoy working right. with you, Exactly. I guess is what I'm saying. So. Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, do you have, you know, uh, a, a particular set of clientele that you enjoy or you find mm-hmm. that you enjoy working with now versus, uh, you know, like is it the first time home buyers you really yeah. enjoy or is it, um, you know, somebody that's moving up to their next mm-hmm. house, they've already owned a house, they want to buy a bigger house, sell to buy. Yeah. Like, do you have a clientele that? Yeah, I think for me, so um, just, you know, trying to figure out, I guess, what my CEU, CEUs are to maintain my license. I've really looked at first time home buyers. And then um, I really like the idea of investment properties. And so I think that's where I'm going to focus my okay. attention. I've that's had, uh, yeah, I've had a good experience so far with a lot of first time home buyers. I think, um, I would hope I'm pretty welcoming by nature. So mm-hmm. I think for someone who's maybe a little nervous about what they're doing, I, you know, I think that I can take great pride in helping them find something. But I mean, I do, I did business for 12 years. I, I do really like business. So the idea of investment properties or even second homes for people, all of that is very interesting to me. So that's great. Uh, I guess kind of polar opposites, but right, you right. know, I like well, both sides of I it. I think both have a very, um, uh, what's the word I want to say is, it, you can be a natural teacher mm-hmm. of that. So like being newer in the business, you've been a year as a first time home buyer, uh, being newer in the business, it's like you have all this new knowledge that you can't wait to tell somebody. Mm-hmm. So like naturally, first time home buyers have to hold their hand. It helps yep. you learn where on the flip side, investors, I mean, again, that's a whole nother, that's comp- like you said, polar opposites um, where, but again, there's a lot of knowledge there mm-hmm. that you can, as a, it helps you retain and learn as you teach it to people. So yep. I can see why. That would be, yeah. you know, so yeah. that's great. So those are, that's what I'm going to focus on. What about you? What are, what are your goals? As far as. What do you want from, let's say, what do you want from Premier? Maybe not this year, but next year. Cause you're going to, yeah, how so, are you going to finish out the year? What are your. Again, this is a whole separate podcast. <laughs> um, so, I mean, goal wise, I mean, we, we could talk from a monetary perspective, but I don't mm-hmm. want to go there really. No. But um, you know what? I really enjoy, I enjoy teaching this. Yeah. Um, the, again, from owning my own business that we talked about, uh, the success I've had in yeah. this business, I really would love to position myself um, to get newer loan officers to mm-hmm. teach them how to go and have a well-established career, a very yeah. uh, you know, vibrant, thriving from an income um, successful from a relationship mm-hmm. perspective and, and how to do that. So yeah. I could see myself from that perspective, mm-hmm. you know, really enjoy teaching yeah. and getting the same kind of, um, what's the word, um, uh, joy or, or mm-hmm. you know, that, that, that feeling of success of seeing somebody else do the same thing I've yep. done in the last three years and take them three years and see the dreams come true mm-hmm. and all the goals that you've made, you actually yeah. have achieved. Uh, I would love to teach that. Mm-hmm. So I could see myself going that. So with yeah. Premier, we've already talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so because Premier is going to grow, um, yeah. we're looking actually a uh, little press. Uh, we're looking to hire. Um, That's exciting. So we're looking for loan officers right yeah. now. Um, and uh, so, yeah. So what that's. kind of experience do you need to be a loan officer? What does that look like? Zero. Wow. Yep. Okay. Yep. 
So at technically, we we would rather have. I mean, I'd say we'd rather, but um, you don't have to have it because we can teach you. Right. We feel like we have a lot of the tools in place mm-hmm. here. Again, from what I just told you, like the uh, the staff around you um, to your processing, your your management, your um, the owners of the company, Mike and Nicole, which are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, the what we have to provide. Um, from a teaching perspective, you don't need anything. Mm-hmm. We can teach you the right way from day one. You know, you have to have the right, obviously, personality traits, I think. Of course. You know, yeah. from you got to be a go-getter and work hard and mindset. whatnot. But mm-hmm. mindset, motivation, discipline, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, it's you don't need any experience. As mm-hmm. long as you can, you have, you, you obtain those, those personality traits, mm-hmm. we can teach you how to be yep. successful in this business. So, yeah, I think that's great. Yep. Uh, one more question I have for you. Who's um, leading this? <laughs> I, right. I want to know about, I, I mean, you guys are so innovative here. So what, where do you, where do you get your ideas from? How do you stay so innovative and creative in a time where lots of things have been done? Um, I mean, that's a great question. I mean, I think, um, I mean, I'll just start with company owners, right? Mm-hmm. Mike, Mike is one of those guys where, um, you know, he, everything we talked about, you know, uh, hard work, discipline, goal, uh, you know, sets goals. It, I mean, when he, we talk about goals, I mean, you know, you get your achievable goals and you have your goal, you know, like right. your, your dream goals. Mike's after those ones, right? Which mm-hmm. are great. And that's, it's, um, it's very uh, contagious to be mm-hmm. around, right? So um, it's constant, the conversations. I mean, back to 2018, when I came here, we were what, you know, 12, 13 people. Mm-hmm. That's it. And we have a staff of 45 people now, yeah. 40 people, 35. I don't know. It's, it's, I can't mm-hmm. keep track. Anyway, um, in a short time. And then, you know, he announced this year that we want to grow this thing even more. You know, over 100, 100 people in. But uh, from the ideas and the innovations, it's just, you know, I mean, again, kind of what we talked about a little bit mm-hmm. um, about 10 minutes ago. But how do we stay, you know, as, hey, we want to work with you mm-hmm. from a clientele or from a referral partner as in yourself. Mm-hmm. We want to always want to try to think of things that are going to be top of mind. Why yeah. we want to work with you from speed of closing loans mm-hmm. to technology to mm-hmm. you know you know whatnot. But anyway, it's the, the ideas are always welcomed. I think mm-hmm. you know. So there's a lot of minds, and there's they uh, within the the walls here that you know give the ideas and and they're. You know, I just, it's, it's constant, like, yeah. but uh, I would start with Mike said some crazy ideas and when he says he gets set on it, it, it <laughs> happens. And that's, that's, like you said, it's very contagious mm-hmm. to be around when he says, Hey, we're going to go build out a new building. We, we all know in a year we're building a new <laughs> building, you know, and that's just happened right? So, or, you know, we're going to have a hundred employees. Mm-hmm. We will have a hundred employees, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, uh, that's just great. So yeah. I don't know if that was a roundabout way to answer yeah. that question. <laughs> no, it was good. That was good. But great. So, um, well, Shauna was awesome doing this. Actually, this was really fun. Um, um, we should do this again. We can come up with different topics. Um, um, but yeah, any other last minute? No, I think I've interrogated you enough. Yeah. (laughs) No, I don't know. I don't know if I'm at Cardinal Banker right now or she's at Premier Mortgage. (laughs) But no, this is fantastic. I think you're going to have a fantastic career. I love being here to help you. Thank you. Um, and, uh, thank you for being. Thank you for having me. All right.